Oh man, uh, look, look out below here. Uh, this is this might get a little bit rough, but it's always as you know, as always, this is in your best interest. Just trying to tell you the truth as you need to hear it for the sake of you actually getting the success that you want. And so uh, with that, let's dive in. I have a warning for copywriters about really getting clients. And uh, this is about, uh, there. there's one big mistake. I'm gonna actually talk about at least two mistakes over the course of this. Uh, let's, let's start with this message that I got on LinkedIn. So I'm gonna read this to you. Uh, life in itself may be so demanding and coupled with work expectations, the whole experience may leave one worn out. Dear Roy, I understand how exhausting it could get as a copy chief having to write a ton of copies for clients daily, but I figured out you may need the service of someone who will help you write some of those copies. My name is Blank. I'm a direct response marketer and email copywriter. I help businesses increase sales by helping them write effective email copies that nurture the audience on their email list and that subsequently makes them take the needed action by. If your need currently is along what I just said, feel free to send me a DM here and let's talk about how I may be of service to you. Thanks. And then their name. P.S. You may request to have a look at the samples of email copies which I have written. I will be glad to provide them in due time. Okay. Um, I guess, number one, I do applaud the, uh, the, the initiative to go out and pursue clients. And yeah, go for it. Like, that's awesome. Uh, but there's, there's a lot going on here. And I just have to say, like, when I, get a, when I get a message like this, this person is not getting consideration for any kind of role. And, you know, just, just being straightforward here. Why? Okay. Some of you, it may be completely obvious, but I, I just want to be clear for those of you who, who maybe it's not or um, j just to have uh, maybe a bigger takeaway lesson as well here, because there are bigger takeaway lessons that are at work uh, behind the scenes here. So uh, with a hat tip to uh, the greats who've used this headline, do you make these mistakes in client getting? Here's the thing. Everything you write is a sample. This person just offered to send samples of sales emails, but they already did. They sent a sample that is not like this is <clears throat> number one thing. Everything you write is a sample. Remember that everything you write, if you're paid to do writing, then everything that you write is it's going to be a, a, a way by which your writing is judged. And so I mirrored that uh, bullet point so we could look at the message again, but I'm going to say grammar, spelling, attention to detail. I should say punctuation. For those of you who are just listening and not seeing what's shared on my screen, uh, the punctuation is is almost non-existent. Um, yeah, all of that stuff matters. So uh, for one, here's a little copywriting lesson. a Just a vague statement of like... Um, some like truism is is almost never a good headline. You want to go straight for the jugular. You want to like, um, do you have more copy 
then 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 you're able to write then you have hours more copy to write than you have hours in the day something like that um it's uh, that's just off the top of my head it's not maybe the final draft of the copy that i would write but the idea here is having some vague platitudes about life being demanding and work expectations and it can leave you worn out no that's like it's it's not going for the jugular it's just this vague platitude right um okay uh so i talked about spelling uh ton this is the british spelling t-o-n-n-e i think uh but that's not how uh, a u.s copywriter u.s uh copy chief would want it spelled you know that's a minor mistake i've worked with british copywriters where for a while i was correcting things like that um but then we run into things like write a ton of copies for clients daily. If you study copywriting and you study people who English is their first language and they're involved with copywriting, we never say copies. We never say copies. Um, I, I guess I have that in my notes later here, but um, <laughs> like, man, uh, you would say write a ton of copy, write copy. Um, some of those copies, no. like. All of these things are the kind of attention to detail that if I'm looking for, because I don't want to work with a junior copywriter and clients don't want to work with copywriters where they're having to fix all of these mistakes. They want to be focused on the big, important things. And if they're having to fix all these mistakes, it's way too big of a distraction and it is not worth it. It takes as much time to manage a copywriter. like In fact, it takes more time to manage a copywriter with writing like this than it does to... Uh, just do everything yourself, right? So if the promise here is to make life less demanding, this is not the solution, right? This is not the fulfillment of that promise. Um, and and what I'll say here is is that uh, you know the the last note that I have is this sec in this section is um, all promises that you make as a copywriter approaching a client are empty promises. All promises are empty promises. Every copywriter that approaches clients is promising, I help businesses increase sales, I write more effective copy, uh, I, all of that, right? It's an empty promise. Um, what you say is not important. What you do, how you demonstrate that is important. So if you find a way to write your message to the client that makes it feel like they have to respond in order to, I don't know, just get whatever you're talking about in the message, right? If you compel them to respond in your message, it doesn't matter what the promise is, right? So there's an old story about um, John E. Kennedy, who was... Um, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure that I don't uh, mess up the story that I didn't plan to tell during this this episode. He's he's the guy that wrote Reason Why Advertising, and he worked with Claude Hopkins at Lord and Thomas Ad Agency uh, in Chicago hundred plus years ago, and uh, he was he was the guy who who showed up at Lord and Thomas. Apparently, he was like a Canadian Mountie before this. He was not a copywriter. But he showed up at Lord and Thomas and he sent a message up to Albert Lasker, who was running the agency at the time. And he said, 
Um, I understand that you have been trying to figure out what advertising is. You do not know what advertising is. I will tell you what advertising is. Um, I am in the bar below. Send a messenger down uh, to call me up to your office if you would like to know what advertising is. So knowing that his target audience wanted to know what advertising is, wanted a, 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 a powerful definition of advertising, Johnny Kennedy went there and proposed that, prop he made that proposition, right? And so Albert Lasker was intrigued enough to, um, to, to call him up from the bar, bar beneath the ad agency. And, um, and Johnny Kennedy said, um, okay, just so we are clear, and just so I know that, um, that you haven't found my definition of advertising already, I want you to uh, tell me what you think advertising is. And Albert Lasker said something like, advertising is news. And Johnny Kennedy said, well, news, news can be a way that you advertise. It can be an approach to advertising, but it's not. Advertising is promotion. Um, oh, okay, promotion is an important part of advertising, but advertising is getting the word out. And there was like all of these different definitions. And Johnny Kennedy said, nope, advertising is not any of those things. He said, advertising is salesmanship in print. And that definition of advertising stuck. And it's what uh, has come down through the years, more popularly through Claude Hopkins, scientific advertising, um, that advertising is sale. I, my, my modern rephrasing of that definition is advertising is sales multiplied through media, right? So, um, it, if you do a good job like Johnny Kennedy did to get to know your uh, your prospects true desires and to get them to respond, then that is going to be um, essentially the most powerful thing that you can do as a copywriter if you want them to work with you. Right. And so that's about what you do, not what you say. There was no promise in I will write great copy for you as a copywriter for the Lord and Thomas ad agency. It was, I, I understand you've been looking for a, a definition of what advertising is. You do not know what advertising is. I know what advertising is and it would benefit you greatly to have my understanding, right? Um, and he made that proposition. So <laughs> um, here's the unfortunate hard truth about copywriting. And this is in response to that particular LinkedIn message. Language matters a lot. you know. I know that there are copywriters who English was not their first language, who have been very successful copywriting to American audiences, to English speaking audiences. The thing is, they learn to write copy like a native English speaker. And it's not just like understanding the basics of language. It's fluency, writing fluency in the local dialect at probably at least a fifth, sixth, seventh grade level. So if somebody is reading your copy, it reads like a smart fifth, sixth, seventh grader would be able to write it, would be able to read it, all of that, right? Um, and if you're not there, if you misuse words in a way that, you know, somebody who doesn't really understand the language, if you misuse sentence structure in a way that somebody who doesn't really understand the language would do that, like... 
that's going to be a major challenge, a major roadblock to you being successful as a copywriter in English. Uh, also, you have to be fluent in industry jargon. So uh, I pointed out before, they said write a ton of copies. Well, that's industry jargon in copywriting. Like if you're going to be a copywriter, write a ton of copy. Uh, copy is plural, copy is singular. Um, beware of autocorrect because I often have it when I say I'm going to write copy. Uh, I often have Google Docs and uh, Microsoft Word try to autocorrect to say write a copy, and that's also not accurate. So you have to know how to use the industry jargon, especially if it's the industry you're working in. Okay. Um, and really, it's up to you to correct. And if you can correct it, like if you can write like a native speaker of whatever market you're going for, then great. That's awesome. And you can succeed with that. Um, but if you can't, you're going to really, really, really struggle. And it's going to be apparent from usually the first couple messages you send. Um, there is some good news, though. I was just speaking to a marketer who took a well-known business model in the U.S. and has been localizing that business model in other markets. And so um, they have a couple European markets where they're not promoting in English, right? They're promoting in the local languages. And they are being very successful with a very similar business model to a business that, that has kind of blown up in the United States. And, um, you know, it's not, it's not copying from at the level where they wouldn't be allowed to do it, right? Um, but it's saying, okay, how can we take everything that works in the U.S. market, in the English-speaking market, and apply it in a different market? And they've been very successful at that. And... So while you, even if you want to become a copywriter in the U.S. or another big English speaking market, while you're mastering that, also consider that there are probably opportunities in your local market that are untapped. And if you go and tap them, you may find boundless opportunity, all the opportunity you want inside your local market. Uh, and... So consider localization as an option. Now here's yet another fail in getting copywriting clients. Well, we're just going for it, right? Any kind of attention to detail, uh, if you fail on attention to detail, you're, you're not going to uh, impress the client. You're not going to get the client. Uh, so this is just a very specific instance um, where I've had copywriters not responding to the correct, the right request. Uh, I posted, I'm looking to, con I, in, in a few different places, uh, I posted, I'm looking to connect with marketers who want help building and running their conversion copywriting teams, internal or external, $60,000 plus per month in paid traffic preferred. My track record includes developing talent for Agora Imprints and other top direct response marketers. Is there someone in your network who's a fit or maybe you? Okay, so if we read carefully, is this for copywriters? I'm looking to connect with marketers who want help building and running their conversion copywriting teams. I'm looking to connect with marketers who want help building and running their conversion copywriting teams. Does that sound like I'm looking to, to connect with copywriters who want opportunities? Mm, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, I'm specifically asking for marketers 
who want help building and running their conversion copywriting teams. I have gotten some awesome marketers who have um, expressed some interest in this. Um, I've had some copywriters who've said, for the right marketer, this would be an incredible opportunity. I've also had uh, a few copywriters who have tried to throw their hats in the ring. You are not paying attention to detail if you read this. You are not reading carefully. And in the context of copywriting, you need to be reading carefully. You need to be paying attention to detail. You need to be uh, putting the correct message forward. There's all sorts of red flags. If you're a copywriter responding to this, for me, there's all sorts of red flags. I often deal in compliant industries, heavily compliant industries, um, where there are everything from ad networks to government agencies that can scrutinize the copy. And if there is something that is being misrepresented, then you can get in some trouble. And I do not want to deal with that. And the best way to not deal with that is to deal with copywriters who are able to pay attention to detail, right? And so, you know, anybody that is a copywriter that's responding to something like this, anybody that's a copywriter that fails on attention to detail, uh, they're, they're not going to get opportunities, not from me, at least, you know, maybe businesses where it doesn't matter um, will, but not for me. And yeah, I'm being grumpy, but um, the reality is that I'm just telling you what you're not going to be told by most of the clients that you're approaching if you're making these mistakes. So like if you're if your cold outreach sucks, if your attention to detail sucks, like if your um, English it makes it clear that you can't write in a um, in a fluent way, you're gonna struggle. You're gonna struggle. If and if you keep if you keep banging your head against the wall in all of those scenarios, it's not gonna get better. You have to fix those things. So if you really want to get copywriting clients, you have to get good at writing in the language where you want to sell your copywriting services, whatever language it is. You have to get good at writing in the language where you want to sell your copywriting services. The other thing I'd say is like kill your ego. Like in uh, this applies on so many different levels. Uh, one of the most important ways that I feel that it applies is connecting with clients. Oftentimes we sell ourselves hard. Um, at least that's kind of the initial, the initial inclination, right? So going back to that Johnny Kennedy story, he could have said, I'm the best copywriter you've never heard of. I'm going to write a bunch of ads that are going to make your agency and your clients a ton of money and all of that stuff. And, and um, that's a very ego-driven pitch. Versus he didn't make his pitch about himself at all, really. He said, I know that you're trying to understand advertising. I, I know that you're looking for a definition of what good advertising is. I can tell you what that is. And yeah, he's saying I have an answer you don't have, but it's not about him. It's not about his reputation. It's about he believes in this answer and he's going to share this answer with you, right? And so he wasn't even selling himself. He was selling the result, actually, that the client wanted, right? 
uh, that he knew that there was a problem that the the potential client in this case uh, Albert Lasker and the Lord and Thomas Adge agency was looking to solve, which was like how can we define advertising in a way that makes us more effective going forward? And so he found and solved that problem for them, and he became their one of their top copywriters, like him and Claude Hopkins, and um, and changed the face of advertising really forever. And um, and it really came because he took this approach that was more conversational than pitch. Right. So if you want to get copywriting clients, you need to focus on initiating conversations and figuring out if they have a problem that you can help them solve. Um, and don't pitch yourself. Don't don't sell yourself hard. You just need to have conversations. Um, so with that, your call to action in this episode is ask yourself how you can use this. What lessons are you taking away? Don't forget to like and subscribe so you get more content like this delivered to you. I'm including some relevant links in the description. I have a Launch Your Client Business free mini course that you just enter your email address and you get some episodes or uh, lessons in this mini course. It, uh, it goes into detail about building an effective client business relevant for copywriters and beyond, including how to sell your copywriting services. And notably, it says launch, but it could also be relaunch if you're not getting the results that you want. I also have a training inside BTMS Insiders called, the, called Roy First Networking Secret. It was one of my first trainings. It is just as relevant today as ever before, um, although some of the technical details uh, may need to be updated. Uh, the, the fundamental principles, strategy, and process are exactly what you need to do today to get clients, whether you're networking with them online or offline. Uh, that is part of the BTMS Insider Streaming Library of Copywriting and Marketing Courses. All those links are in the description. I'm Roy Furr. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and I'll catch you again in the next episode. See you soon. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.